once again to another episode of the Horizon Roundtable. I am Bob McDonald, and joining me is my co-host, Matt Dudek. Hey there, everybody. Matt, you can find on Twitter at Horizon Matt. You can find us on Twitter as well at Horizon RT. You can certainly find us on the web at HorizonRoundtable.com. Find us on Facebook at Horizon Roundtable 2. And be sure to subscribe to us wherever podcasts are found, as well as YouTube. You can find us at Horizon Roundtable as well. And Matt, um, we're everywhere. We're everywhere. We everywhere. have to be everywhere. We sh- HorizonRoundtable.com. Go that first. That seems like the, the safe bet. Well, yeah, we own that. So whatever stupid crap that everybody else is doing, we, we do stuff on our own. So, yeah, just right. go to our site. There you go. You know we're here. We own it, and it's not going to go away. So, anyway. What do you think? Al Gore runs the internet. <laughs> Al Gore runs the internet, yeah. <laughs> well, anyway. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Well, the log jam kind of cleared up a little bit this week. Did it, or did it get cloudier? Um, well, there's now two teams in, in first place instead of four now. That I mean, that, that part is good. And two teams in second place. That, I, you know what? And I'm looking at this right now. Um, there seems to be kind of a line of demarcation between fifth place and sixth place and the rest of the league. We're, we're getting somewhere then. We are getting somewhere. We absolutely are. I don't know where um, it is, but we're but we're getting there. But um, I want to talk about Northern Kentucky first because Northern okay. Kentucky had a very very good good very very good uh, had a very good week. Um, no no thing and thanks in no small part to Marquez Warwick. Did you know it was, it was his birthday on Thursday? I uh, I heard that rumor. Well, now the world knows. <laughs> I mean, and by the world, I mean the entire world. <laughs> um, um, I mean, the entire world might be a bit of an exaggeration. I don't think the kids in, you know, like Ukraine it, right now are worried about Marquez's well, birthday. Okay. Thanks, Debbie Downer. <laughs> but the basketball world is well aware. The basketball world. And anybody who watches CBS News this morning knows, too, by the way. There you go. Um, um, much, much to my chagrin, as as I'm sure you can appreciate. Um, <laughs> so, um, so yeah, that Cleveland State uh, Northern Kentucky game was ugly as hell. <laughs> that was actually the best part of an ugly, ugly, ugly game. <laughs> Lots of th- uh, it was a lot of turnovers in that game. I, I'm just gonna be honest and tell you the truth here. Um, safe space. I stopped paying attention because it was so ugly. Yeah, it was, it was, yeah, if you didn't have to watch that game, it's probably best because it was Elephant Man ugly. I mean, seriously. It was really bad. I mean, mean, it really was. Until the end, actually. I mean, no, until the last shot, it was ugly the whole time. I mean, Cleveland State. Yeah, the last Cleveland, shot was ugly too. So I, I guess it, it was. Continued. I mean, it was. It was. I mean, it, the only reason it was pretty is because it went in. That's about it. Because he shot that from like thirty feet away. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, that's. But yeah, it it was. But that game, yeah, the 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 Fort the Purdue Fort Wayne game was much better. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. That game was much better. Yeah. That was a that was a much cleaner game and uh, and a a game that uh, that Northern Kentucky also won. So now Northern Kentucky is at eight and two in the conference. So, uh, but they got a little bit of a problem because, like, they still have to go on the road for like seven games. 
for the, the second half of the conference schedule. They, they play I, at home a lot. It seems like every time we look, they're at home. And wh- what was – yeah, and every time that Northern Kentucky played at home, they were all really – I mean – they they play a lot of really close games at home to a lot of teams that are probably looking at them and saying, we're going to get you when you come to our place. <clears throat> I want to be the one to get you. I just want you to know. Yeah. Um, that includes, and that includes Youngstown state and that includes Cleveland state too. I would suspect. <clears throat> yeah. Especially Cleveland state after the rev- to get revenge on that, 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 that ugliness. Or they could just ugly it out again, but you know, they could open. do that too. Uh, I, I wish they wouldn't wouldn't do that. I wish they would not do that. Yeah. So yeah, Mark. So so yeah, we we've we've alluded to Marquez Works' uh, thirty foot shot that you know that was the was a a glimpse of beauty in an overall ugly game. I which made Sports Senator and the CBS News this morning and yeah, it was it was really a a crowning achievement for the for them so you know that's a great I, I gotta say that's a pretty good birthday present that's pretty good you know the, it wasn't a bad thing happening there the ball out and get the winning shot at the end of the game um cleveland state needs to work on their free throws because that was bad which time uh, uh the one where they lost tristan oh, okay if tristan maruna makes one more free throw that shot that marquez work uh made only sends them to overtime just there's, one more. There's a, a campyism that always floats around. There's two things in the world that don't last. Dogs that chase cars and teams that don't make free throws. Yeah. Well, that's what happened to Cleveland State on on Thursday. Much to my again, much to my chagrin. So mm-hmm. But one other thing too, I know that you know, Sam Vincent was kind of struggling to begin with in the beginning of the season, probably because you know he hurt his ankle. Um, but he's back, but he's back scoring double digits now. And, uh, so he's got a, he's definitely, uh, he's definitely stepped his game up. That's for sure. Yeah. By the yeah, 22, yeah. 22 turnovers committed by, uh, Northern Kentucky. I don't know yet. It's crazy that they didn't, uh, I was going to say it's crazy that they didn't win, but when you look at Cleveland state's stat line for that game, they made one three pointer out of 10 and shot 17 for 30 for three in on three free throws no wonder they needed to uh, grab 19 offensive rebounds and they still almost pulled it out they did again probably because they dominated the offensive boards which incidentally i don't know if you noticed i'm kind of surprised that happened you would know better remember i, I didn't watch i admit it no i, I mean i mean histor- i mean for the uh, i mean offensive gl- uh, rebounds have been a struggle for cleveland state for a lot of the season, for some reason, even though they're probably one of the biggest teams in the league. I was going to say, they seem like they should be rebounding even better. Well, there you go. Well, Northern Kentucky, they did. Unfortunately, they didn't hit their free throws and didn't hit any three-pointers, and they lost. But, yep. But, yeah, fast forward, to, fast forward to Saturday with Northern Kentucky, and, yeah, that game was a lot smoother. They they put a 20 spot on uh, Purdue-Fort Wayne. I was kind of blown away by that. They They dominated that game. I mean, Purdue-Fort Wayne, I said it from the beginning of the year, they're the champion until they're not. However, I think we have reached the not standpoint. Yeah, they're kind of, they're, they're pretty middling right now. They're like at five and five in the conference. And that's kind of, I, I don't know, I don't know what's going on over there, but that, that's pretty troubling. 
I mean, if I remember, and I'm, I'm working off the top of that, maybe I'm way off, but there was a stat last year that Purdue-Fort Wayne won more games than they were expected, and they were, like, one of the luckier teams. Does that that could be, familiar? yeah. Uh, that does sound familiar, yes, um, and probably helped that they played Cleveland State more times than anybody else last year, too. Again. <laughs> but, I mean, Fort Wayne just, they're just an average team right now, and, and that's okay. I mean, they, they still have a chance to, to run I mean, the I, I would say that. But... You know, I would say that's okay if not for the fact that they have all these guys who took another year who, you know, not the least of which being Jared Godfrey, who's a, who got, who basically, Northern Kentucky stymied him. He only had eight points. He's been averaging, he's, he's been top 10 in, in scoring in the conference up until that point. And then, you know, they, <laughs> Northern Kentucky basically made him effectively disappear. I think the the most the most anybody scored on Purdue for wing was ten points against the, Northern Kentucky. It's that that Northern Kentucky tape is something that teams are going to want to uh, study as far as yeah. how they played the Mastodons. That is true. That is true. Um, I would say that that's probably yeah that yeah it was it was it was kind of a clinic. I mean, I mean yeah I mean they they got they got their production out of Marquez work and Sam Vincent. Um, I think Chris Brandon's still tr- struggling a little bit, though. Um, I mean, Chris Brandon kind of is what he is. He's he's an athletic, bigger-ish, you know, leaps, but you know, he doesn't have necessarily great basketball skills. That's that's kind of been the, the mark on the, him since his time at Detroit. And that's kind of, and that's I think that's really been a problem for Northern Kentucky because again, when you allude to the the rebounds, I mean, he was supposed to be the guy in the middle, and you know, there have been stretches where he has not been available, you know, sometimes due to foul trouble, sometimes due to whatever. But yeah, that's that's been a problem for them. I mean, um, say what you will, but at the end of the day, I mean, he fouled three and he's, two. Three and I mean, two. He, yeah, he fouled out of that. You know, yeah, he fouled out of that. Uh, that Purdue Fort Wayne, yeah, because it doesn't matter because they have all these other guys around them. Well, um, I think that's some of what other teams are going to pick up about the Mastodons is is how Northern Kentucky played them, and that that might involve Brandon not necessarily following, but the way that they used him, yeah, including following out. And also, it helps and definitely helps Northern Kentucky that they got got guys off the bench who are going to step up because you got Trayvon Faulkner who is who is coming off the bench now, um, and he he steps up, yeah. And he steps up. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, I think I think Brady Labor had made mention of it uh, during the during the media forum about, you know, you know, Trayvon Faulkner's situation and how he's basically, you know, made it so Darren Horn has no choice but to play him. And I really don't blame him. I mean, against you know, Purdue Fort Wayne, he was five of eight from the uh, five of eight from the field. And he, you know, he he had four assists, you know, mm-hmm. in 23 minutes of play. So, yeah. Um, but he's just one of multiple guys who come, uh, who come off the bench now. I mean, he's got a couple, I mean, uh, the, you know, we, we talk about Chris Brandon, but then, you know, you, you get a kid like LJ Wells, a freshman who comes in and, and he, he grabs more boards than Chris Brandon in less time. So, um, I think they're going to be okay. They're, they're, they're leading the conference. They're, they're sharing a lead of the conference. So clearly they're doing something right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, um, yeah, but, uh, yeah. And then there's the other team that's at the chair at the top and I'm sure Milwaukee fans have to be super happy about this because I, I was looking this up and I was trying to figure out when's the last time they had eight wins in the conference. Can you remember? Cause, um, if you have to, you, sometimes I think you have to like actually 
yeah, it's been a while. <laughs> so you have to say, dust off the books and you it, know. it dusts off the books. And yes, so the last time that they actually uh, they they've won eight games multiple times, but never that's through a, over the course of an entire season. Yeah, um, they've easily won more games. There's only one other time they've won this many games um, in recent memory, and that's the first season of uh, Pat Baldwin Sr. when they they went 16 and 17. That was 2017-18. So it's been five years since they – they haven't had a winning season uh, since the last season of Rob Jeter. I know that's a sort of subject for some of you. But, yeah. But, but here they are. I mean, they're 14 and 6 overall, 8 and 2 in the conference, and they're they're playing well. They really are. They look. They look pretty. Uh, yeah. They. They definitely. Yeah. Uh, the game again. Uh, yeah. And then the the game against uh, Youngstown State. I mean, they definitely put it in another gear. They. Uh, they showed up at that game. I don't. I don't they know how absolutely do. Well, I mean. The, go ahead. Yeah. No. No. You first. I was gonna say, but then you know the. Still a little bit of a question mark because their two losses are to two middle of the pack, maybe bottom of the pack teams in the horizon. So it's like, what what happened? That is such a head scratch. It really is such a head scratcher that that happened. <laughs> Just when we're ready to you know anoint them as, as a, having arrived and everything, I'm I'm a little bit hesitant still. It is. Um, I gotta say though, I you know, if we're being honest though, you know, depending because we're recording this on Sunday, depending on the outcome of the. Oakland Detroit Mercy game. We'll talk about we'll talk about Antoine a little later because uh, we have to talk about Antoine. Um, you know, Oakland may be in that you know logjam at seven and three theoretically. I mean, at the very least, they're still going to be you know they're still going to be one of the top five teams in this conference. And considering where Oakland started at the beginning of the season, because they were hurt, because they were sh- at, because as a result of them being hurt, they were struggling mightily. You know, they were losing. Now they now they've got you know they've they've got Jalen Moore clearly uh, seemingly at you know seemingly at full strength. They got uh, Trey Town. Yeah. Uh, uh, sort of seeming I said seemingly okay play, playing as if he's at 100 percent. playing yeah playing as if yeah exactly okay I'll accept although that although we have to talk about uh, although the the this week is uh, the, the their last game was a little shaky but uh that may be not necessarily be their fault um but we'll talk about that a little later we'll uh, but they are doing but they are doing considerably better in the conference than they did in the non-conference I think we can objectively agree about that so the fact that they lo- the, the fact that Milwaukee lost to them is not exactly the worst thing on the planet. And remember, no. Mil- well, well, no, the other, yeah. So and then it's of like course they lost they, to Green Bay or something. Yeah, and then they lost to Wright State, who, who, let's be honest, should be doing way better than they are. I'm not ready to count Wright State out yet. Yeah, I, I mean, everything. those are the two, those are Milwaukee's two losses. Uh, those are two two Milwaukee's two losses against an Oakland team that's doing a, that's almost night and day compared to what they were in the conference non conference schedule, and a Wright State team who, for whatever reason, is five and five in the conference, and I'm not really sure why. Wright State's four and six. Oh, four and six. I'm sorry. I, it's okay. Yeah, they're in that four and six mess. They're in the yeah. Um, I'm, this is it's so confusing. I don't know why right right. Yeah, the right state is four and six, and I can't put my fingers as to why. I can't either. But again, I, as I kind of mentioned, I'm not ready to count them out. I'm not either. I'm, I'm not, not ready e- to count Robert Morris out either. Like I mean, 
outside of the bottom two, the league's pretty pretty solid. But they, but the, but you, well, we can objectively agree that the you know the the six through nine teams, nice, are gonna need to are, have some work to do. <laughs> Yeah, they got some work to do. Yeah, right now we we essentially have one, th- you know, one one and two are, are pretty solid ish. Yeah, three and five is pretty solid ish. Six through nine is pretty solid ish, and then ten and eleven, oof, yeah, real 10 solid. And 11 but yeah, I it, thank you for reminding me that Wright State is four and six. So yeah, no problem. No I should have known better because the sixth loss was against Cleveland State. That's all you. I'm a little concerned that Cleveland State almost coughed up that game. They tried really, really (laughs) hard. They tried really hard. But, you know, at the end of the day, uh, it's funny because it's funny because, you know, the 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 free throw thing that was a major problem at the end of the Northern Kentucky game was absolutely not a problem during at the end of the Wright State game because Without Deshaun Parker, you know, hitting four straight three free throws, which is which is crazy because he had not hit any free throws before that point. You know, had he not done that, this would probably have been a much different game. But they 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 came through one, and they were up so high because it was like it was and you know there was I don't know what happened you know near the end of that game where they just I don't know if they stopped playing defense or whatever, but. I do have some very I have I do have some questions about the right state uh, right state lineup and it's like well one of the last shots was Keaton Norris trying to uh, trying to you know score a contested layup and was just basically that he was in no position to do so and my first question wasn't um, why are you making that shot Keaton Norris but my question was why are you in the game and not Amari Davis That's a great question. I have not been able to I, for I can I have not been able to figure out this rotate I have not been able to figure out the Scott Nagy rotation for the life of me. You not recently. Has, you know who else hasn't figured it out? Who hasn't figured it out, Matt? Scott Nagy. <laughs> Clearly. Um. By the way, uh. By the way, I actually had to. I actually watched the broadcast, and I know how much you. Uh, I, I know how much you love the uh, the broadcast team for Wright State. I don't know Absolutely. why. <laughs> Uh, I, I I know I know you're I know there's a lot of Horizon League fans that are absolutely not a fan of Jim Brown. I don't know why the guy was hilarious on on Saturday. He was he was making me laugh the whole entire time. It was great. Well, hey, it's nice to know that old man's medicine's working. <laughs> it does like nothing si- for me. He does I mean, nothing like, for me. And he's I am a like total sitting. Fan. I'm like really because I was sitting there the entire time thinking, does he even like this team? Okay, in Is the he... past he's out, he's been a total homer. I can't I can't speak about that that game or even this season because I've done really well to avoid it. I mean, it was just I mean it it, it was messy. It was super messy. And again, Cleveland State uh, again, Wright State, a team that you know you know has the size, you know has the size to out rebound anybody, and Cleveland State out rebounded them. But then the question becomes with the size, you know, if you play small, can the size keep up with the smaller, you know, your, your smaller centers well, and forwards. And, and here's the at other, some point there's the, there's the matchup problem. Well, yeah. And the th- that's the thing with Cleveland state is that it got, they, I'm pretty sure Daniel Robinson played everyone who wasn't a walk on. And it's amazing. I know. And at certain points in time, he actually had the freshman Ramar prior, 
on Trey Calvin, and he basically made Trey Calvin disappear. And he was like, he was, he actually did very well. He only played eight minutes and got eight points. Now that's that's efficiency for you. It is. I know. Of course, he also got three personal fouls, but that's probably why he didn't, it wasn't. Oh, three is nothing. Three is nothing. Um, but yeah, that's. But the whole thing was, I mean, Brandon Noel did not have a good game at all. <laughs> it, it just did not seem like he had a very good game at all. I mean, he had. You know, he scored 16, he had six rebounds, but it, it just seemed like he was, he, he, it seemed like that Tristan Aruna had his number the entire game, near seemingly the entire game. And that is definitely not something, you know, he, that is definitely something that you don't want to have if you're going up against a team that has, that is as defensively minded as Cleveland State is clearly. So yeah, that's, uh, yeah. The other thing too, and I really, I, I know that, I know that Scott Nagy is a big fan of the short bench. I mean, he, I mean, outside of Blake Sisley playing like three minutes, basically it was only eight guys playing. When you're going up against a team that will that has absolutely no problem playing everybody on their bench, is that really a good idea? Well, and it's interesting if you start to break down the bench situation for all the Horizon League teams. There's a lot of short eight, maybe nine man benches. Yeah, mostly. But then, you know, you do have Cleveland State and last I checked, which uh, I'm pulling up right now, Milwaukee, who is winning, winning yeah. the conference, play, plays a pretty deep bench, too, last I checked. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Cleveland, it's funny that Cleveland State and, and Milwaukee are pretty similar in the fact that they both are. They both have uh, Bart Lundy and Daniel Robinson have absolutely no uh, no problem putting whoever is on that bench out on the floor. I mean, that's how BJ Freeman became a thing. I will say Milwaukee's been playing a little bit shorter bench as I'm, I'm just diving through the past couple of games, just looking, you know, eight, nine, you know, not a ton of minutes in that, that eight, nine spot too. So they're, they're, they're shortening the benches as Bart Lundy finds what's working, what's not. Well, yeah. Bart Lundy is definitely finding what's working. That's for sure. BJ Freeman. That's what's working. BJ Freeman. And I know we, yeah, uh, he's come on and, I guess it's probably because I, I guess we we probably because I know um, I, I know we did the uh, the midseason all car, all league uh, teams and I know B, B J Freeman was n- nowhere to be found if memory serves correct so I think we're gonna have to re I think we're gonna have to address that. Uh, I would also just like to say I believe I've said this before I went with Vin Baker as my Milwaukee uh, representative he is not part of that <laughs> nine and I'm sorry for missing on that so bad. <laughs> We had no way of knowing. No, you had, well, we had no, yeah, well, I mean, legitimately, we had no idea what Milwaukee was going to bring to the table, and turns out that Milwaukee is bringing a lot to the table. A lot there, yeah. Good good on Milwaukee, good on Bart Lundy. Everyone's winning right now. Good on Jimmy. It's nice to have Jimmy back on Twitter. Yes. Enjoying a little Milwaukee win. Hey, Jimmy. Oh, he definitely is, and, you know, yeah, you know. Yeah, what do I? Who mix, am I mixing it li- up with the other fans. I mean, He didn't listen yeah, to the podcast hey. when he was on. He's not listening now. That's all right. Come on, you better start listening, man. You're killing me here. Uh, uh yeah, that's a is a is a request I've made for the last seven years. That's not gonna go unanswered. <laughs> um, but yeah, the um, yeah, but Youngstown State, I think they probably needed that. Uh, I mean, Youngstown State needed that game, and obviously that didn't happen. <laughs> Um, they were definitely outmatched in Milwaukee. I think that game flips when they go to. I think that, that game flips when they go to Beagley, but for the 
yeah, but for the for that game, yeah, that was it was not a good game for them. Um, they're gonna need and they they're gonna need to turn it around real quick because they're on TV on Friday. Who are they playing? Oh, you might know them. <laughs> um, Oakland. Some days I know them. Some days I don't. They're they're so unknowable. Yeah, but yeah, that. But yeah, the um. But yeah, I think that was a. But that again, that was a that was a really good. They need, Milwaukee needed the win at home. Milwaukee, you know, if you're at the top of the conference, you need to win your home games. That's the bottom line. Period. That is very much where we're at right now. Win your so, home games. So we got to win your home games. Uh, Cleveland State's in the in the situation where they didn't because they lost to because they lost to Milwaukee at home. Uh, Youngstown State also in that same boat because they lost to Purdue Fort Wayne at home. Milwaukee has not had the Milwaukee also has this problem because they lost the right state at home. So you guys got to stop doing that. I think, uh, yeah, I think Northern Kentucky is the only team that hasn't lost, actually lost any conference games at home. No, I'm pretty sure they have. I'm pretty sure everybody has lost at home. Uh, oh, wait, no, no, they, oh, crud. I got to look up there. Yeah, let me look them up. You grabbing it? Yeah, I'm, I'm I, 99% no, I, sure. I, yeah, because they're 11 and 2 at home. And one of those losses I know, yeah, they're 11 they and 2 Oakland. at home. They lost to Oakland. That's Everybody right. loses to Oakland, Oakland, man. <laughs> yeah, can we talk about them? Please, let's talk about Oakland. Which is really going to lead to IUPUI. So here's the thing with Oakland. Yes. Um, I don't know. Dynamite <laughs> that drop in, Matt. Thanks for having me. Good night. Um, they lost to Youngstown, Youngstown at home. That sucks. Yeah. Yes. Um, they did on paper beat IUPUI, which is cool. Um, but uh, if you watch that game, you know that IUPUI should have pulled that out. They just didn't quite know how to finish. Uh, Jalen Moore with like seventy some people watching him because he's from nearby. Um, his yes. guest list was unreal. Uh, they just came and they cheered him on, and he hit that game tying three with from about the the logo and you know they they did pull it out in overtime and on paper yeah oakland won but oakland's not right they're hurting again um more was dealing with cramping issues um not that he was having a good game not that he's making shots anyway but blake lampman at least does a lot of the little things um blake lampman disappeared for a while came back with a huge um wrapping on his leg uh turns yeah, out he's hyperextended he's questionable for uh, monday's game against Detroit mercy uh, looks like Townsend's, you know, he, he was taped up last week. I asked him about, he said, he's all right. He wasn't taped up against IAPI, but had, had a big game, but just lots of bumps and bruises, short bench, all the things. And you've got, you've got all dealing with injury and you're not okay. sure which Oakland team's going to show up. Well, um, well, I guess, the, I guess the only saving grace is we don't know what Detroit Mercy team is showing up on Monday either. By the way, if you're listening to this at the at, at your if you're listening to this after Monday, you can pretty much say, uh, okay, yeah, I, we know which team showed up, but we don't know right now. So right now we don't know. I mean, right now we don't know. with Oakland, yeah, you're not sure. You're not sure. Just what what you're gonna get. I mean, here's hoping that maybe they look past IUPUI and they're worried about Detroit Mercy. Like the coach, the coaching, you can say those things, but they they barely took care of business. Even when it was time to take care of business, the Jalen Moore pulled it, pulled them out of that, and that's that's yeah. great. But it's been but, the Moore and Townsend show most of the season. It was again. But I gotta say, but I, I'm glad you brought up IUPUI. You gotta say because because you're seeing kind of because obviously IUPUI and Green Bay are at the bottom of the conference, and they're pretty much gonna be stuck there for the rest of the season, no matter what. But 
at least this week, you saw some signs of life from IUPUI. There's a lot to be excited about with that team. I, I enjoyed watching. I watched both of their games against Detroit and Detroit, um, Oakland this week. I really enjoyed it. I think Vincent Brady is going to be a star in this league. I really do. I think he did, he was he did outstanding. Uh, DJ Jackson, who was the, the other freshman on the floor for them, he he had a great game against Detroit Mercy. I think, but at the end of the at the end of the day, you know, when you got Antoine scoring forty two points, you're gonna come up short a little bit. <laughs> and they, but they needed every bit of that, and that's okay. Yeah. I, mean, I just also want to say, um, I made the joke. I, oh, good. Yeah, you know, I made the joke that Antoine's probably gonna have to score fifty to w- for Detroit Mercy to win this game. I thought that was a joke. <laughs> no, damn near. I was, I wasn't far off. Wow. The thing with IUPUI is, um, we, we learned this weekend that that they're really just about a point guard short yeah. of of a, being a, a respectable team. And the, the reality is, Counter was never expected to be the point guard no, on this team. He was they're, not. And yeah, he's, and he's filling in. He is. And, yeah, it was supposed to be Bryce Monroe. And it sounds like we're not going to see him for the rest of the season. So that Counter, sucks. Counter is a scorer who is supposed to occasionally have the ball. And instead, he has the ball pretty much all the time right yeah. now. And, you know, that's all they can do is make the best of it. So but, I, um, I think, yeah. With, with IUP, I'm sorry, go ahead. Go I was ahead. just going to say, IUPI has been without two-thirds of their players pretty yeah. much the entire season. And uh, they're expecting to have pretty much everybody back starting against Cleveland State except for um, Monroe. That's not going to happen this season. Yeah. But I otherwise, they're ready to go full strength. And we, I think we might see an IUPI win or two still this season. And why is it going to be Detroit Mercy? <laughs> I made that joke earlier and I'm like thinking, oh my God, I almost spoke that into existence. You, you um, thought about it. That's true. I, I, yeah. Um, no, no, the Gerard twins were actually out during the uh, Detroit Mercy game. I believe one of their grandparents died, so they were not able to. Uh, they were. One, uh, one of the twins has been hurt anyway. Yeah. I, yeah, I think it's Ahmad who's been hurt because I, I don't know. Yeah, I think it was Ahmad who's been hurt and Armand's been the one playing. But yeah, it sounds like that. Well, it doesn't matter because it sounds like both of them are going to be back for Cleveland State. However, they have a game against Purdue Fort Wayne on Wednesday, so I guess they're going to have, just have to tough it out until then. Well, and who knows? They might. That's they, a pretty good team. They're they're fun to watch. They. I mean, it's a lot. I mean, you see, obviously, you see some glaring issues that kind of make the you know you can see why they're the worst team in college basketball but you see that at least there 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 are some signs there There i'm not convinced that that they are i there are some signs that they're not the worst team in college basketball they might not be the worst team in the league i don't think so not after this week jesus christ what happened to green bay do you do you want my answer do you like your rhetorical question oh no that's a that's a question that requires an answer what happened is they have a non-division one coach coaching this team, and consistently they don't play in the second fucking half. Every um, damn time. Sorry, yeah. I finally swore, but my god. Good, I'm glad. Good, I haven't I haven't said an f bomb in a while. I'm glad you me. did. Thank god. It was god. me. You can blur it out later if you need to. But Hell my no, god, I'm blurring god. it out. This is Ryan's own fucking roundtable. Thanks, Kamish. Uh, <laughs> right. Green Bay just doesn't play in the second half. They have a non-division one coach no. that they hired on name and, and money. They never should have hired or fired Link Darner unless there was way more going on. It, it's time to clean house. They've got a new new AD, new everything. Like It's time to clean house and start over because this Will Ryan experiment has not worked. And if you're still a Green not Bay even. fan, I give you a lot of respect because I don't know how you do it. They are awful to watch. They are awful every night. Like They come out 
and play some of the worst Division One quote unquote college basketball I've seen every night. And and this is someone who watched IUPUI, IUPUI twice this week, and I'm left going, hey, you know what? There's some pieces here. I watch Green Bay, and I go, there's nothing here. Every I mean, game. It's a yeah. I mean. Th- they they gave us the head fake because they they played Purdue four way and Cleveland State close that the first part the first weekend of January they gave us that head fake and then the rest of the time it's just been bed messing the entire time I mean they they caught you know they lost the Wright State by thirty two they lost by Northern Kentucky by twenty one Youngstown State whooped them by twenty six and then Robert Morris and by the way I'm glad I I, I was not paying a full amount of attention to the first half of the Robert Morris game. Um, I, I God bless Scott Meyer for doing that because it sounds like we would have needed to wash our eyes out with bleach because it was that bad. You know, but here's the thing. If you need, need to play that ugly, fine. If that's what you got to do to win, but you got to win. And then they, they were, got but, blown but, out. But again, they were only down by two, and then the second half happened, and then Robert Morris just ran away. Same thing. They, they, Youngstown State literally did the same thing on Thursday, where they were uh, Youngstown State. Uh, Youngstown uh, Green Bay was close to Youngstown State. Youngstown State kicked it in another gear, and they were gone. That, that they won. That they won by. That you know that was it's eighty six seventy is kind of a it, that it was eighty six seventy was kind of a kind of a misconception is kind of one of those the game is closer the, the score is close or the game was not as close as the score actually indicates they were not in that game at all i mean you know they they were you know they they you know youngstown took their foot off the gas at the end of that game that was it that's the only thing what do you think green bay's stats are and i i don't know how to get my hands on them in the second half this season or even the past know. two seasons how I'm bad guess, is it i'm guessing it's a puke emoji <laughs> it might be like it's so bad and if i'm Green Bay's AD, I have to look at that and go, there's something wrong here. We are getting outcoached every night. I mean, it's, yeah, I mean, I, second half adjustments make me think of the Cleveland Browns. That's how bad this is. Under Hugh Jackson. Woo. Yeah, that's right. That's how bad this is. Yeah. And that's, and, and that's gonna, I mean, yeah. And, like Matt said, if you're if you're a Green Bay fla- if you're a Green Bay fan, you have to absolutely positively be asking the same questions that we are at this moment in time. What is going on? No amount of beer can put this away at this point. Like there has to be a problem. It has to be addressed. I want I want Green Bay to be successful. I really do. But what whatever they're doing right now up in Green Bay is not the answer. Yeah, I mean this is. I mean, and we're not the only people who've been asking about this either. Like, well, you know, you 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 fired Link Darner for this. I mean, we're not the only people saying this. <laughs> We've never been the only people saying that. I mean, I mean, it's it's a it's a it's it's a mystery. It really is. And I mean, if you're gonna go the nepotism route, at least you could have gotten Great Guard's brother, who does pretty good at Platteville. I mean, really. They hired a coach based on name that was not successful even at their own level. <sighs> and surprise, it's not working out very well. No, it's not working out at all. Robert Morris really needed that win too, by the way, because they were they've been struggling. They've been struggling, but they're actually a pretty good basketball team too. They lack size, but past that, yeah. they're a well coached, well played team. Yeah, I mean. It, 
they're going to really miss Khalil Spear, that's for sure. Um, but yeah, the it, you know you see kind of glimpses of it with uh, Robert Morris. To me, Robert Morris and Wright State are in the same boat, which is ironic because they also have the same record. You see kind of the shades of what they can do, what's possible, and it just doesn't, you know, it, it's not coming through as often as you'd like. I mean, Robert Morris and Wright State had the same problem against Cleveland State with the, with their defense. Um, they had the same problem. I mean, they, they've had the same, it's ironic because it seems like they've had the same problem with similar teams. Um, you know, they... It's just one of those things, which is ironic because when they played each other, right? Uh, you know, Robert Morris went in the nut, into the Nutter Center and beat up Wright State. So, I expect them to do that again. Well, and I mean, you're you're trying to play for the, those top four spots, and right now, I'm not sure who you. I, I wouldn't want to play Robert Morris. I'd rather play Wright State. I think right now. Absolutely not. That's true. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Wright State. I, yeah, again, Wright State. I think the rotational issues. It just seems so weird, which is weird because, again, Scott Nagy only plays eight guys. How do you have a problem with your rotation when you only play eight guys? He hasn't found the right eight. How do you have him on the floor at the same You know, again, why did you have Amari Davis on the bench and uh, Keaton Norris trying to finish out the game? What's yeah. I didn't, you know, I mean, oof. it was so weird. <laughs> Against Deshaun Parker, who, by the way, I, I really uh, – I, I know it's a little early, but I'm definitely making an argument for Deshaun Parker as a defensive player of the year this year. I'm just doing that. Just throwing that out there. Uh, once again, for the third year in a row, the uh, I, I do believe that the defensive player of the year is going to be a Cleveland State player. Just just calling my shot now. Good to put it out there in the world. Good to put it out there in the world. I'm not wrong either. Um, yeah, that's a uh, – but, uh, yeah, I just want to – yeah, I – I, I am pleasantly, I am, you know, going back to, uh, I am pleasantly surprised by the performances of both uh, Milwaukee and Cleveland State. Um, I'm sure Milwaukee fans are over the moon that, you know, where where the, uh, where Milwaukee is. I am absolutely over, over the moon that, where Cleveland State is, especially considering where they started the season, which nobody will let us forget ever. I think Cleveland State, I, I, yeah, I think I've said this before. I think Cleveland State has this like quota of one embarrassing moment per year, and they just got it out of the way at the beginning of the year. That's my thought. I'm good with that. I'm I'm totally good with that because they're uh, yeah, because I was looking through um, so yeah, I think Bart Lundy is probably going to have the first winning seat. Bart Lundy is in a position to have the first winning season for Milwaukee since you know when Rob Jeter was uh, the last Rob Jeter season. And also, I think they're going to probably win 20 games this year too, which is going to be, again, last time that's happened, 15-16 when Rob Jeter was here. That's, that's huge a, for a first-year coach. It really is. And it, again, it was like so long ago. It was like seven years ago. <laughs> so so Milwaukee fans have been hurting. This is funny. I think this year, this is the season that they thought they were going to have last year with Pat Baldwin Jr. I think they're having that season this year as opposed to last season when they had Pat Baldwin Jr., who, um, as I understand it correctly, kind of scorched the Cavs the other night. I'm not very happy about that, but turns out he can play basketball when healthy. Yes, yes, which he clearly was not the entire time he was in Milwaukee. We know that now. Oh. 
still think it's a little shady that they they probably knew that and uh, we're still selling tickets anyway. But that's just me. There's there's a lot of question marks that we want to rehash a year ago, but I think it's best to move on. Yeah, let, yeah, I think it's I think it's best to move on. But yeah, so yeah, I think. Um, but yeah, I think. Uh, I I think Lundy and uh, I think Lundy and Robinson are going to work out for their respective teams. I'm really happy Daniel Robinson has worked out. I did not want to get into a situation where we go from Dennis Gates to some dude who loses 20 games. We're not going to have it this year, thank God. And also, I'm glad then again, as I've said this before. I am glad that Dennis Gates has uh, kept the defense at Cleveland. <laughs> They're playing playing good defense, that's for sure. And yeah, I mean, I think Daniel Robinson took Dennis Gates' defense and put it on steroids, and you're like, yep. I think he did that because he knows that, you know, that there are going to be stretches where Cleveland State is just not going to do very well offensively at all. So, which well, makes sense because they never have. They, that's a thing that they always do. Cleveland might, State might have those stretches, but you know who does not have those stretches? Um, that would be, oh, who's that? Uh, how about Antoine Davis? We Antoine about Davis. It. Yes. Antoine Davis is now the, uh, second leading, uh, has the second most points in NCAA history. That's so really impressive. Mostly really is. Um, so I did the, I, by the way, I did the math in order to pass Pete Maravich, which I don't think he's going to be able to do. He would have to average, for the remainder of his games, and I'm you know factoring in 12 games because I don't think they're going to get out of the first, whatever round of the Horizon League tournament they're in, he would have to average 32.75 points per game. Very doable for Antoine Davis. Very doable for Antoine Davis, although he is going to be running up against teams that are going to make sure that it doesn't happen. I mean, I just I, I have to put it out there. I'm very impressed by Antoine Davis. He shoots the lights out. I wish he played for Oakland slash my team. Yes. But Pete Maravich did it in what three seasons? Yeah. Like I said, I think I said this at the beginning of the last episode. Pete, what Pete Maravich did was superhuman. In three like, seasons. Even if Antoine Davis somehow takes over this record, yeah, let's celebrate it. But let's not lose track of it's not yeah. as impressive as what Maravich did. That's true. Because yeah, there's got to be a, there'd be have to be a huge ad because. Because, um, as I understand it, so Pete Maravich did it in three seasons um, with no three-point line, and that was a that was in an era that was in an era where freshmen weren't allowed to play. So he was good. He was That's really, really, really good. That said, so is Antoine Davis. That's at true. shooting. He really is at shooting. At shooting, he's really good. Yeah. Um, as I said last at uh, last episode, it's, it's a shame he is on a team that's that just can't get it together. They can't get. Their There's always the something. Floor. There's always something. I mean, yes. this ep- I mean, th- you know, against IUPUI, uh, I, you know, I uh, against IUPUI, Gerald Liddell was not available again. Um, potentially. Yeah, uh, I don't think we're going to see Jaden Stone for a while, if ever again. And I mean, we. And, I mean, we're getting to – I mean, I don't know what's going on with their bench, but we're getting to a point where walk-on Jamail Pink is getting minutes against IUPUI. So, okay, I don't – I'm Pink I'm at a loss. Just, Pink didn't just get minutes. He got minutes down the stretch. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it – it's, it's it, again. It's one of those. It's the it's the perennial issue that Detroit Mercy has, where the only person that is able to get a, who can make his way to the floor every single game is Antoine Davis. 
and everybody else is a crapshoot. And he shoots, and he scores a lot. Yeah, awesome. but it, but he needs help. He needs that other guy. And you you know when you got guys, two other guys. Yeah, and but when you have you know, and you would have had two other guys. You could have had two other guys, but you're not seeing them. And that's been the cycle the entire time. The entire time. I mean, yes, Batman had Robin, but they also had Alfred. You know, like, there's that, there's that piece that like, kind of yeah. holds stuff together, like, you know, and that, that was important whether you realize it or not. And they're, they're just, it's the Antoine Davis show. That's it. Yeah, and it has been for the last five years. It's, and, you know, I hate to sound like a broken record, but that's it. That's that's what's going on. And now they're four and six in the, yeah, are four and six in the conference. Or are they five and five? They're five and five in the conference. No, 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 I'm sorry. They're four, four and five in the conference. They're four and five in the conference, uh, potentially going to four and six. Um, if 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 Oakland is a little more is a little is marginally healthier than than Detroit Mercy, I know you've been back and forth with uh, with that game. I think they're going to win this game. And of course, if you're listening to this on Monday and uh, and uh, Oakland loses, you can just go back and say, well, how about now, Bob? How about now? It's going to be a, a good game. It usually is done at Callahan. They, you know, have some people actually in the gym. That's always nice for them. And see what happens. A, m- a Monday game, though. Less it's people. Than usual. It's not fun. I'm, yeah. I I don't plan on being there. Monday, I don't think I can be. A Monday game that I believe is going to be snow filled. So uh, be careful out there. Exactly. Oh, I won't be making. I'm warning. Yes, I'm giving everybody safety warnings. And of course, it's probably going to be after the game that they listen to this. Hope you Driving didn't. Cr- <laughs> yeah. 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 Be be safe out there. Hope you were, or, or, or if you're listening to this after Monday, hope you were safe out there. I hope you attended. I hope you had a good game. I hope you watched a good game. You know, we'll see where we're at. Yeah, definitely. All right. Do we miss anybody? I don't feel like we miss anybody. No, I think we're in good shape. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. I felt like we should have did the Wisconsin bookends, talking about Milwaukee first and Green Bay last. But Green Bay was just, has just been too terrible to save for last. There's nothing to talk about. Sure, there is. They're just not good, and you know, we, you know, I, I it's gonna be a thing, totally. Thing. So, all right, it's gonna wrap it up for us. Uh, all right, so um, tune in next time. Uh, HorizonRoundtable.com. Again, that's where our all our stuff is. Uh, articles, podcast episodes, you name it, we got it. Yeah, and also sign up for the notifications so when we uh, post stuff up, you can get uh, you'll you'll get a ding on your f- computer or your mobile device. It works too, by the way. It's really That's nice. Good. Yeah, what I mean, I mean, you know, say, yeah. Again, we own that, so hey, we, you don't have to worry about you know, you don't have to worry about you know Twitter or Facebook taking a crap on us. So hey, that works too. All right, so HorizonRoundTable.com. Um, you can subscribe. Uh, you can pull us up wherever podcasts are found. And, of course, you can pull us up on your Amazon or Google devices. So until next time, thank you all for listening.